Hi, you're listening to Don't Leave Me. A podcast where two pretend adults chat about life. You've come this far? No, never leave. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't do that little mix style. Uh, oh, oh we have to do it as that, like, at least for one episode. The last one, we'll <laughs> go full on like shout out to my ex. Okay. Okay, so on today, do we introduce each other? Oh, do maybe. you want to introduce me? Okay, so <laughs> this is Kizzy. Kizzy comes from Newcastle. Never say that she comes from Liverpool. Never because... tweet that publicly either. <laughs> and then like, have to delete someone the did. <laughs> and I didn't notice for 12 hours. Kizzy is super passionate about music, uh, video games, fashion. Ish. Yeah, fashion. Yeah. Uh, and... It's just a lovely person. Oh, yeah. yeah, you always look after peeps. I try my best. I did um, accidentally mansplain making tea to Jamie about <laughs> ten minutes ago, but it's just because I care. It's like, and now you leave it for two minutes and then take the tea, and I'm like, I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was just really expensive, Marks and Spencer's tea. I wanted it's you okay. to get it right. Yeah, I know. I get you, and also you have to put up with with mansplaining as a thing in your life on a daily basis. So. Yeah, someone at work. Um, a man explained to me how to use the lift. I work on the fourth floor. He works on the first floor. So, I mean, out of the two people who are going to have more lift experience, it's me, right? But I was looking at him and he was like, oh, you just press this button and then it goes down. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Because without you telling me how to use the lift, I would be stuck here forever. Oh, wow. Amazing. So enough about you tell people about me <laughs> okay so this is jamie and he's like 50 <laughs> i'm totally I'm kidding so old. he is he's so old. so old um no but jamie is my um work husband yeah yeah never my real life husband because Sons. that position because you going have to one be taken yeah <laughs> Closed for maintenance. Um, but yeah, Jamie's one of my favourite people. Um, he is into a lot of the same things as me, but is one of those people that you have around because they have differing opinions and it's nice to talk about them and not argue because they're very respectful. And that's like, lovely. Like yeah. Little Mix. Yeah. <laughs> the only time. I can see your face. Just let me fucking talk about that. <laughs> um, full disclosure up front disclosure is this my disclosure yeah i have the mouth of at least eight sailors so if i swear i'm really fucking sorry um whereas i am an old pro um so i won't be swearing i don't think i'll swear i don't feel i will make you no don't <laughs> um so on today's podcast episode we are going to be talking all about music from tv now we we kind of I don't know, we were kind of humming and hawing about what our first episode should be, but we both love quality TV. Mm-hmm. So, and music. Yeah, 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 yeah most, most fully. Um, so do you want to take it away with the first one? Oh my god, that just means I get to talk about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend straight away, and Yay. my um, best friend and flatmate, Jem, is going to be so happy. Amazing. Um, so this was her um, suggestion to me. Um, so... A lot of the TV that I watch is stuff that I watch with my partner. Um, so a lot of the stuff is more like action-based and kind of sci-fi-ish. Like when like comic books and stuff. Um, but Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is something that I watch on my own because he would despise it. Cause Why? Because they're, they're singing. Mm. I try to make him watch um, Les Miserables. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> went terribly. I, I like singing it in in part. Someone tried to make me watch once. Is it once upon a time? Once. Once upon is that is that the one where it's like all Disney but dog? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've never seen no, it. Um, no, like no. But I like I like musicals. So tell me about this though. So like I'm I'm really into this. So my friend Jem was like so you'll you'll really like the main character she's um all messed up in the head but it's still cool and that's legit how she sold it to me so i was like yeah absolutely i'm watching it and then she went oh and they're singing and i was like oh fantastic <laughs> uh yeah so um it is it's a musical dv show but it deals about like really real things like the main character rebecca has a lot i don't want to say a lot of mental health issues but she does she is yeah. messed up but like in a way that you watch it and you totally... It's relatable. Yeah. yeah, like... So the whole idea is, is she was working hard in a New York job making dough, but it made her blue. I'm literally quoting the entire theme tune <laughs> right I thought you were One day she was crying a lot, so she decided to move to West Covina, California, brand new pals and new career. It happens to be where Josh lives. Josh is her ex-boyfriend, but that's not why she's here. That's the theme tune i'm really proud that I so is it to original music or is it music that is specially written for the show so it is it's the kind of take off of songs that are already existing uh-huh, uh-huh. so like um, lee style it, it's their own music but it's uh, really heavily influenced so they okay. do a do you hear the people sing sort of mm-hmm. thing which was amazing um but it is it's all original music um, and it's got guys like I cannot remember his name for the life of me, but he plays Hands in Frozen. Okay. And for like five episodes, I'm like, oh my god, I know that voice. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh Hands, and then I could not see past him not kissing Anna and leaving her to so die. So if you could compare it to other TV shows, what would you compare it to? Because like I'm just wondering what the tone is like of it. So I is it dark? No, it's like it's so good and pure in the best way it's very uplifting i don't watch anything personally like it because is it like kimmy schmidt kind of yes that kind of vibe yeah so like it it makes you feel yeah like sad but uplifted Uplifted, yeah yeah um so the music in that is incredible they have people that have been on stage for years doing it um and so the, worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. Um, the guy that plays Josh, like, I hate Josh as a character, but he's so talented. So he is a triple threat. He acts, sings, and dances. <laughs> and I'm watching him, like, how do you do all these things? So speaking of uplifting, The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, don't do this. <laughs> so my first choice is The Handmaid's Tale. Um, because, okay, so I, what I was saying to you earlier, like, about how... I think Hammy's Tale, more than any other TV show that's came out recently, it feels very considered in all its choices, like of its costume design, of the colouring, of people's clothing, which is in relation to the, the world. Like, it's just proper, like a world has been built. Mm-hmm. Everything feels in place, like the lighting's perfect and spot on. Um, attention to detail's amazing, where, you know, the, the commander's wives have makeup and have a slightly more glamorous sheen to them whereas the actual handmaids themselves they don't have any makeup on at all and so you have these amazing um extreme close-ups where you can see the 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 actors uh like just going through this world Mm. basically so i've never seen the handmaid's tale so 
do the actresses, so I know in Game of Thrones it is, oh, we don't have makeup, but they have like Dermacol on yeah. all over. So the actresses do not wear makeup. No, they don't. They don't. So that's they don't. amazing. Which must be a nightmare for lighting when you think about it, because you'd yeah, have to make sure that they're work. lit properly. But in terms of the world building, I think <sighs> the subject matters that Handmaid's Tale deals with are stuff that, that society are dealing with, not just in the Western world, but like other cultures and societies have gone through or go through cycles of going through similar issues and the issue there's no no punches are are held back Mm -hmm. it's like it's emotionally um harrowing i would say in moments but also uplifting because it's about perseverance and surviving awful circumstances um and particularly from like a kind of female perspective and feminist although the program makers themselves were so eager, almost too eager, when the show first came out, not to say that it was a feminist thing because they didn't want to exclude people from uh-huh. from watching it. But I can appreciate why they would say that. Um, but I disagree because it's like the Absolutely. most it's the most feminist of it all the TV shows. Too. Yeah, um, <laughs> but music though is just the icing on the cake. Like some of the stuff that that happens, like there's some moments in particular, and I'm trying to think if they're spoilerific, but I don't think they are. But there's just moments where the music, the, the score that's done by Adam Taylor is so perfect and so apt that it's like another layer that's interwoven into the world building. So it's not like you're you're watching an episode of, I don't know, Buffy or something and mm-hmm. then you've suddenly got this band playing. It's not like that. It's like just totally scored perfect. It feels uh, perfectly. like it's just slipping yeah, in there. It's just slipping in there, but also drawing out the main colours of the the show so it's just it's amazing and and i'd say definitely have a listen to the soundtrack because the soundtrack itself which is available to to listen on streaming services it um starts off with elizabeth moss doing a voiceover and of the character june um and it's just really really good so yeah that's my first choice Okay, so my um, second choice is a very old favorite of mine so i used to watch scrubs constantly like that was my tv show and like big shout out to Ted's band from Scrubs, by the way, acapella band that actually exists. They're called the Blanks, and they follow me on Twitter. What? Yeah, actual follow me on Twitter. So I'm oh, wow. um, 2009. I made Twitter solely to follow Stephen Fry, and <laughs> discover that they existed. Followed them, and they're like following me back, like hi. I was like, hello. Oh, so <laughs> it was awesome. But the music that they use, so they um they have kind of. When JD has an internal monologue, he's very aware that he makes up his own music. Like, he goes, goes, oh, so it's going to be a really sad moment. And then it's going to go, and I'm like, I love that he's so self-aware. But they take music from different artists and put it into quite poignant moments. Yeah. So Scrubs is primarily a medical comedy. Uh Uh-huh. But it has some really serious moments in. I love that you're calling it a medical comedy. It is a medical comedy. (laughs) It's Jimmy. <laughs> but it's like, it's the kind of thing that's not usually funny though, right? Yeah. But it is funny. Because yeah. I love Scrubs. It is a- actually more medically accurate than Grey's Anatomy as well. Is it? Yeah. Um, it was. They did a study on it. Um, so it was like that, ER, um, Green Wing, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Scrubs is the most medically accurate TV show. It does not surprise me that Green Wing is not. <laughs> no, not at all. Sue so White with her slender man arms running oh running around chasing people. Anyway. Yeah, so um, this is not a spoiler alert because I think Scrubs has been around for like forever and ever. Yeah. Forever and ever. So um, the character of Ben um, dies and it's 
horrible. Which character is that again? So, um, what's his name? Brendan. What's his boss from the Mummy? What's his name? Brendan Fraser. I don't know what character that is. Oh what? My God. What? So what was his role? he was Doctor Cox's best friend. Um, and Doctor Cox. He's is, in the Mummy. He's in the Mummy. What? Oh, uh, so Doctor Cox is my all-time favorite character. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's and, a shame. Yeah, I didn't know that. Spoilers. Really Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, it's really, really sad. So um, the entire episode, um, Dr. Cox has been hanging out with Ben. And then he thinks he's going to his son's birthday mm-hmm. party. And in reality, he's been seeing a vision of Ben. He's going to his funeral. Oh, no. That's that's traumatic. It is horrific. Oh, I see when programs that are really funny or usually action-packed and they have, like, a really emotional episode, it sometimes mm. makes it more emotional. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did you watch Buffy? See, I'm, like, halfway through Buffy. Um, It was before my time. Spoilers, do you know someone who dies that's really sad? Is it the mother? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I do know, I do know. Just in case I'm like, oh, that bit that, yeah. that time that... That, that time that this happened, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> um, that episode is, like... Brutal because yeah. it, it was written about when Joss Whedon found his own mother dead. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Oh, Joss Whedon. I know, poor guy. Yeah, so there's a song, um, I think it's called Winter by um, Joshua Radden that they use for Ben's funeral. And I know it's coming every time, and it's still, it just, it fits so well. And I can feel myself going like, I know. talking about it. <laughs> but it is, it's so sad. Yeah. And. It fits so well, and I feel like Scrubs did that really well, where it took yeah. music and fit it into places where it it felt like it should always have been. Yeah, there. that's and awesome. Yeah, but that scene always it gets yeah. me every time. And um, it's funny you say that actually, because the one that I'm going to talk about is is in a similar way, very like an apt choice. And um, one of my favorite, I think probably my favorite TV show ever, aside from the ridiculousness of Alias and Buffy, uh, is Six Feet Under. Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. And also that hot ginger... I was going to say that hot ginger bird. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hot ginger woman who I can never remember her name, but she plays the character of Claire. She's I'm going to Google this while you're She's talking. the only other hot ginger on TV <laughs> aside from Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Oh, Karen Gillan. No, not her. Um, yeah, because she's like, what, like 25 it's well before her time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Six feet under cast. Um, but yeah, so just such an awesome, first of all, such an awesome TV show. Side note, most of the actors did theatre rather than TV before doing Six Feet Under. Fancy. And that's why Lauren Ambrose, that's the one. Lauren Ambrose. Um, who is in so much stuff. She's been in X-Files. The most recent episodes of X-Files, random. She's been in Torchwood. I love oh, Just Torchwood. loads of other TV shows. I'm trying to think of other ones, but... Shout out to Torchwood, by the way. <laughs> so <Holler>. underrated. <laughs> so underrated. But yeah, so that TV show in general, mu- the own soundtrack music score, as it were, in a similar Handmaid's Tale is amazing and iconic as well. However... There's one song in particular, which is what's known as the uh, contemporary song. If you could see the face Jamie's pulling right I'm now. I'm doing my BBC Radio 4 voice to let you know that the song is contemporary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's actually really cute. I'll t- uh, Spoilers, if you've never seen Six Feet Under, like, 
I was going to say jump off a bridge, but I think that's that's a bit much. I've never seen Six Feet Under. <laughs> Don't jump off a bridge. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so essentially spoilers, but not really, but also spoilers. Okay. So there's a moment where Claire is, the character of Claire who plays an art student, she doesn't necessarily start out as the TV show's main character, but she kind of ends up being the main mm-hmm. character. And so much stuff happens through the, the season. And basically the, the whole premise of the TV show is that it follows the lives of a funeral parlour and the family that runs it. And so you have all these like life and death kind of really metaphysical moments. And, you know, you, you grow up with these characters and you see them, you know, meet their partners, lovers, they have children, uh, divorce happens. Like, and it's just life. So you get like quite attached. Yeah, really yeah. attached. And through every episode, it nearly every, every time starts with <laughs> a death because it's a funeral parlor. And yes. so you need to, and so this person, it's usually strange deaths that you don't usually expect. Like there's an episode where someone is, is killed by um, something falling off an airplane and landing on them. But some, some like that happens in oh real life God. though. Yeah. And there's another one where a woman's like in a limo, limousine, and she's going, woo outside of the sun the sun roof yeah and the inevitable happens obviously yeah yes. that was on a thousand ways to die boom there you go it was amazing. so it, but these amazing. things happen but anyway so what you don't want to happen is to see the deaths of the main characters however oh. what they do though is claire goes off to i think she moves to chicago or somewhere different to to do photography and it's after like heartbreak of of like um not getting a job position or something like that mm-hmm. I think it was uh, and so it's like her leaving her home and her and all these people that she knows and loves for the first time in her life um, and she's quite young as well I think she's only supposed to be 22 or 23 and so her the, the guy that she's dating at the time makes her this mixtape and she just puts it on in the car radio and starts to drive. I will pure start crying talking about it. It's so good. Oh, this but is like it's, getting me emotional and I haven't even seen it. <laughs> the song that plays is Sia and it's Breathe Me. And this is Sia before she started to put on a crazy wig and wrote songs for Rihanna and also st- started to sing like Rihanna. I was about to do an impression, so but like her voice is so high. I was going to do Chandelier. <laughs> um, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but yeah, so... It's just, first of all, it's such a beautiful song. But And then what happens is that Claire is just driving off to her future. And all the while, you have not flashbacks. Like, you have in the usual episodes, you have flash forwards. And you see the family grow older together. You see them one by one dropping like flies. But not in a horrible way, but in in like a way that gives you proper closure. And it's unusual for a TV show to do that, where it gives you such closure, where you get to see them going off into the sunset and eventually their ultimate death. But it's beautiful and it's just the most apt song. Like, by far, like, for all the TV shows that I've watched and studied at uni and things as well, by far it's the most perfect song choice for that moment. So, I love it. That just sounds so beautiful. Oh, it breaks my heart, though. I Like, the first time I watched it, I sobbed because I was the same age as her, just she, her character yeah. is. Um, and I, I rewatched it a year or two ago and I, I was like, <laughs> you're like crying. Like, oh, yeah. but I, so good. Yeah, like I cry at everything, but like I'm literally welling up right oh, now with you talking so about beautiful. that. It, yeah. So speaking of tears and death. Where are we going with tears and death? Black Mirror. So oh, I so just love Black Mirror so much. I'm only halfway through season four just now. I just finished Crocodile. 
and there was a thing with a guinea pig and <laughs> I was going to say spoilers but no, even but I me saying spoilers the thing with the guinea pig okay. um, and I was shook yeah shooketh um, so good but there's like two songs that Black Mirror have used so in a lot of episodes so this started with 50 million merits um, so that's the one where they're all on exercise bikes oh, yeah, powering yeah, yeah. stuff and then the girl goes to do a talent show and I will not go any further mm-hmm. because spoiler alert um, but it's a song by Irma Thomas called Anyone Who Knows What Love Is Show Up Show Up what, what? is that not how it goes Show Up Show Up does it not do that yeah no See? it goes anyone does it do a show up show up oh, well we're on anchor right now so let's play that song right now and now you now you have the answer to whether it has a show up show up. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or any other platform, sorry, you did Soz. not hear the song and you don't know. No, Soz. Google it. Google it's it on YouTube. Okay, Google. Emma Thomas. Um, <laughs> so they've they've used it in more episodes now, and every time it comes on, you go, oh, I know that, and it's like a oh. So I wonder why they keep putting it in. Is it just to give it some sort of? thread that draws it all together maybe because they've done it with more so i know and again spoiler alert i haven't seen this episode yet aruga (laughs) 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 it's like some kind of like medical device we need an aruga stat anyway Um, so i haven't seen the last episode which is the black museum but i know that it kind of ties a lot of the episodes together in that it throws away little oh that's there too yeah i want to go down a a, like a reddit rabbit hole and like look at people's thoughts as to why Mm. so i've never gone down a reddit rabbit hole in my life i do not think that's kind of bothered i don't do not think too much effort no um (laughs) so i don't know if it is to kind of tie it together and show Mm -hmm. that it's maybe in a shared universe or okay but it's it's a really beautiful song and like considering a lot of the episodes are quite dark yeah. Um, it's, yeah, because it's like a, it's like an old timey, not old timey, because that's like goodbye, it... my darling. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> but I mean, like it's like you can imagine people slow dancing in the nineteen fifties to it. I can imagine my grandma cooking yeah. in the kitchen while listening to it. Oh, I just cried inside. Don't so I miss cute. her? Rip. Pour one out for one, Tommy. Ching ching. Um, Let's cheers. Yes, cheers to my grandma um, and everyone else's grandmas. <laughs> It's choked on my <laughs> Even if they're still with us, cheers. Cheers, grandmas are amazing. Anyways. Grandmas so, for life. <laughs> so the next song is Actually, that's from... true. No, wait. Grandmas... No, do you not? I am on a tangent. <laughs> no, wait. Grandmas aren't just for Christmas. They're for life. They are, but people sometimes only talk to grandmas at Christmas or um, well, through a seance. I loved my grandma, so I talked to it every day. Oh. I did. Anyways, that's that's a different podcast <laughs> for a different day. Please do not day. tell oh me that she, t- that she talk back. What? No. <laughs> I'm, just checking, I'm just checking. <laughs> no, I'm just checking. Because otherwise, a major segue into the next episode. Oh my God. It spooky spooky anyway, we've gone on the most no, massive we've gone, tangents. No, we've gone. I'm so and sorry. I'm trying to talk Black about Sanjay Napero. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Why does your phone oh, keep going off? Yours did it. Yours did it first. My phone's on silent. Oh, is it always my phone that's doing it? It's always your phone. Oh, my bad. Well, we embrace it now. Jamie, say sorry. (laughs) Stephen. I'm going to cough. I'm so sorry. We don't don't have a Stephen to shout out to edit it. Can you pause so I'm not coughing mid-podcast? Ready, go. Yeah.
Okay, so San Junipero, um, I did not watch season three in order. So San Junipero is episode three? 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 Aye. Um, so I moved it last because um, it wasn't spoiled for me, but I just knew it was a bit more positive than the rest of them. Um, and I think that was the right decision because the rest made me just hate my life. Yeah. And I had to lie down on the floor for a mm. little bit because it's a lot. It is so much. It's intense. Yeah. And I binged them as well. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I hate myself. Um, so I moved San Junipero last um, and it's got a bisexual character in, it's got a gay character in. Um, so I'm buzzing. I have all the representation I need. <laughs> <laughs> and... Spoiler alert, like, they, it, they don't, like, die in a sense, but they do. Mm. So um, we're not getting the please stop killing our gay characters. Yeah. But we are getting the please stop killing our gay characters. Does that make sense? But they still had a happy end. Absolutely. And were together in the end. Absolutely. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Absolutely. So they end with the song Heaven is a Place on Earth. And it is the most uplifting ending. And it was just perfect for that episode um charlie brooker said that he was it was something like you just heard it on the radio and he was like that's the one that's amazing. Um, and it's just it is an amazing episode if you're gonna start with black mirror and you're like oh it's really depressing start with san Junipero. it'll make you feel so good yeah i do love that episode i don't think it's my favorite episode but it is one of the better ones and again i do like the fact that it, it was a positive as well mm-hmm. so speaking of lgbt plus q all the letters. I, all, like all, all of them. them. All, all so that no one feels like, feels left out. Um the TV show Looking is the is my final choice. Um So Looking is created by Michael Lannon, who is the guy who wrote and directed a film, I believe he did. I don't want to say the wrong information. <laughs> I'm shamelessly looking it up on the internet. His beard game is on point. Did he create the film that I think he directed? That's weird. I'm sure he did a different TV show or a different film as well. Hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anywho. Um, I can't remember. Maybe he wrote a film. I don't know. We'll find. I'll find out another time. Jimmy, can you just like. Focus. Yeah. <laughs> And it follows the lives of a, a group of friends who live in San Francisco, and most of whom are gay men. And it's, again, it's an, another kind of positive representation. Uh, in this one, none of them die. In Amazing! Any. Yeah. And so it's really representative, and it's not even, it's not um, isolated to just like gay or lesbian characters or straight characters as well but the thing, one of the things that I love and it, it's not the most amazing TV show, it's it's flawed it's a little bit filler, mm-hmm. but it is beautiful, it looks like an Instagram filter, the whole thing it just looks, it's so and well like directed that, that's so your jam. Um, but the soundtrack is amazing and shout out to them for bringing my attention to the artist John Grant who is an amazing artist and also Robert DeLong um, but also I'll just read you through some of the, the music that appears in the, in the soundtrack so The Two Bears uh, one of them used to be in Hot Chip um, oh I used to like yes. Hot Chip you'd probably like Two Bears they're very uh, mm. like fun and friendly and and, uh, and just great uh, LCD Sound System 
let's see who else. Du, 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 du. Patty Smith. I love Depeche Mode. Uh, Bell and Sebastian. Bell and Sebastian are one of those bands, though. I know. Like, oh, I listen to Bell and Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels it feels appropriate here, uh, and and it's just the music is is just is just great, and I, I love it. And on Spotify, there's the different playlists for each different season, and it's just like a, a great mixture of really awesome artists. So I think, yeah. I think that's that's a good choice. I like that they do playlists for them. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So, thus concludes our look into the music of the TV shows that we love. Listen to you closing this like an essay. Oh. Let's conclude. <laughs> In conclusion, <laughs> I suppose, I mean, shout outs for any kind of film music or video game oh music oh my god you still want to shout out Blade Runner I can see it oh I do <laughs> oh maybe we should do another episode yeah absolutely we'll do an episode um, music and film uh, we should do video games because yeah. life is strange it's oh just, yes oh my god even The Last of Us yeah the music and that's amazing yeah. okay right so we'll okay. do we'll do some future episodes revolving around them um, we'll maybe save that for season two season two podcast <laughs> so uh, yeah, so please don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow Kizzy at Kizzy Blackburn. And you can follow Jamie's Fox at It's Jamie's Fox. And both those names are spelt kind of exactly how you'd imagine. Well, people say that about mine and then I get Nobody called... Nobody spells it with an S, do they? Yes, or I get Kissy. called Kitty or Kizzy with an I-E. So it's K-I-Z-Z-Y. <laughs> I'm going to say that louder for the people in the back. K-I-Z-Z-Y. Not bitter at all. No. Um, <laughs> and also don't forget to subscribe to us on Anchor. Um, also Apple Podcasts, the Pocket Cast app, and depending on where you are in the world, Google Play Music, or basically any podcast service that you use, mm-hmm. subscribe to us. And please don't forget to rate and share the podcast as it'll help people to find it and like I want people to listen to me. And we, yeah, we need that approval. Absolutely. I need positive affirmation at all times. Because we're super needy. Mm-hmm. And as ever, please don't leave me. Don't ever leave me. Okay, bye! <laughs> <laughs>